It's live. I've got a friend. Can't no, listen no. to me. It's local. Do you reckon Big Boss Rod regrets hiring me? Um, every day, mate. Every day. <laughs> and it's a little bit loose. Okay, can you put your nipple away? We're doing a radio show. That would be great. <laughs> Get ready for anything to happen, Sunny Coast. The Ellie and Bex Podcast. Hello, hello, podcasters. Hey, Bex, uh, how you feeling, bud? Scale of one to uh, ten? Oh, I'm going to say four and a half, five. So not absolutely rooted. Mm-hmm. But pretty tired, actually. Little things, because I've got COVID, by the way, everybody. Mm. And little things like doing the show, which is a bit of a performance. Normally you get through it, no worries. Mm-hmm. It took it out of me today, and it wasn't that hard. It was nice, but it wasn't that hard. Yeah, well, you've done well to get through day one. Only seven more days in isolation. Hey! <laughs> Good times, but we'll see how we'll see what you say about it on Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be tearing my hair out, ready to go. Yeah. Hey, good one today, though. Plenty of good gear on this particular show. Yeah, we try and pitch a local boat hire company who's selling um, as well, their new buyers. Like a shitload of money, really. Yeah, we do need a bit more money, but you got heaps, so it's fine. Um, also, if there's a children's song that burns your ears, you're probably going to hear it on today's podcast. So sorry oh, in advance gosh. for that. Sorry, Wiggles. <laughs> oh, and Missy Higgins joins us as well. Probably should have put that at the start, right? Yeah, probably should have led with that. <laughs> Enjoy. Kelly <laughs> and Bex. 91.9 CFM. But I know you're home with COVID at the moment. You're feeling oh, family average. Family full of COVID. And I've got something that's going to put a bit of pep in your step, okay? You ready? Oh, yeah. I've got yeah. a new way for us to make some coin. Oh, you know, I know. I love, as Magic Mike would say, the sweet smell of dough. Yes, I know you do, mate. You're a rich girl. Um, And you know that I always bring you (laughs) investment opportunities. Well, I found one that I think you're actually going to get aboard. Um, I've recently discovered that Bill's boat hire in Caloundra is up for sale. Did you just make a pun and not even realise? Yes. What did I say? Well, you said you found one that I'm going to get on board. Uh-huh. Yeah, I meant to. Uh, Whatever. I'm so clever. Um, <laughs> no. So they're selling, right? It's a staple yeah. of Golden yes. Beach. And yes. um, I have got their number. So I thought that you and I, because we're boaties, right? What is this, some sort of ad? Or no, it's like, not. It's not at all. It's just genuinely, I, I feel like you and I could be boat hire company can owners. I, can I just ask? Mm. I mean, I know you do have your license, your mm. boat license, and I'll entrust you. You're, you're welcome to my boat. You know that. Mm. But I actually go on the water um, and I will, I presume, bring all the capital to this. I just want to know why you're on the call. <laughs> um, because this is my idea, okay? I'm the one okay, making the... Okay, all right. Okay. Ownership in that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes, yes, Jeez, yes, yes. I'll be the cool. face of it. Forget Bill, whoever that is. All right, let's um, call their number and see if they'll yeah. sell it to us. I feel like we just asked uh-huh. straight out and we could be in with a chance. Okay, okay cool. Here we go. Bill's boat. Hi, Kerry speaking. Oh, hi there, Kerry. Um, my name's Ellie, hi, and Kerry. this is my friend, co-host, and um, business partner, Bex. So I think I'm the I'm the sugar daddy of no, the situation. No, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Ellie. Um, hello. Uh, sorry to bother you. Um, we're calling partially from CFM. Is Bill around? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, actually, my husband's name's Craig. Everybody calls him Bill. Well, so who's Bill cares. then? Where's the Bill from Bill's Boat Hire? Because we want to go straight to the top. We're, we're... <laughs> look, I understand look, why if I say that, it's sexist. But it's, you know, it's just fine. It's fine. Kez, um, Bex and I would really like to buy the business. Uh, we, oh, would we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's only found out about it two minutes ago. But I just think oh. that um, both he and I like to go out on the water. Um, so um, we've got yes. that box ticked. Um, he's got heaps of money, so he'll be able to give you... <laughs> Everything I do you not. Need. Stop saying that. <laughs> like, what are we talking? A couple of thousand? Like, three thousand? Hey, hey, hey. You it's haven't even asked her what we're buying yet. 
not about how deep your pockets are. It's about oh. the right custodians sitting in yeah. place because Bill's Boats is, is it's an institution, so it's got to go to the right people. And we're yes. going to be kind of a little fussy about who we hand the mantle to because I know for us, when we stepped into the shoes of the previous owner, Big Boots to Phil, it was about... Mm raising the bar again and making Bill's boat higher and even bigger footprint in our local community, which we've managed to do by right. putting all of the barbecue pontoon boats in there. So, um, yeah, it's about it's about the right people for that fit. So how deep are your pockets, actually? <laughs> well, well, hang on. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. I was going to say, gonna I was going to say, I get the feeling that, that you know, if, if we offered you $10 million <laughs> not subject to anything, <laughs> it was yeah. the moral object to go out the, the door. Hey, and Kerry, before we let you go, there is a price of coming on the show. I, I think one of the things about owning a hire business is that people would wreck your stuff all the time and try and pretend like that's the way they got it. Uh, what's yeah. the most horrendous, let's just say, breakage or otherwise to your property that someone's tried to say, oh, it was there when we picked it up? Yeah, it's um, the tearing of a very expensive bimini top and they've pulled up on Bribe, overhanging tree, ripped a big hole in the bimini top. I've Oof. jumped on the boat after it, not really noticed it because you're looking at more vinyl damage. And then they've quickly gone, oh, we had a really great time and then ran off really quickly. And I'm like, gee, those guys have left really suddenly. Dogs, and then I, dogs. And then I happen to look up and there's this massive big hole in the bimini top. You reduce the so throttle, go into neutral, give it a moment, then go into reverse. Bex, I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. You're just I'm the hearing. money bags, Bex. Stop with all your technical <laughs> nautical terms, okay? Oh, I think Kerry and I have got quite a rapport. <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's going to be Ellie's boat high. going to business. Oh, guys. <laughs> All yeah, right, Kerry. So. Well, um, thank you for taking our call. And um, mm. look, I'll, I'll put a check in the mail. A um, couple of hundred. Yeah, I would. Kerry, I'd cash that, cash that check before, <laughs> before handing over any title deeds. I'll give you the hot tip. She's quite polite, which she's, is exactly what I expected. I don't know about you. Oh, my goodness. She's so so polite. This is a huge moment for both you she's and I. She's so Ibex. polished. One of Australia's best. And we've both got the most awkward story about I know, her. I know. Uh, Missy Higgins, welcome. I love awkward stories. I can't wait for this. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? Um, first of all, little bit of backstory. I've got COVID and I'm at home. And oh, sorry to hear yeah, that. Sucks. Oh, have you had so, it? so polite. I have, yeah. It was not very fun. <laughs> she's like, I'm from Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> what do you think? We got it first, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I've had it eight times. My cat's had it. Budgie's had it. Have you, have you Look, lost your, te- your sense of taste and smell? No. Um... Which mm. is really good because I love my food. So um, I know. It was really depressing. Like, if you're going to be sick and staying at home, you know, the least you can have is some enjoyment of some food. But Yeah, yeah, yeah but then on the other hand, Missy, I was like, when I had it, I was like, this is my chance, you know, be, be healthy. I'm going to eat heaps of kale because yeah. I can't taste food anyway. Yeah, right? And then yeah. I didn't lose my taste and all I did was eat for a week straight. Those Doritos have never been hit harder, oh, I tell you good. what. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. I thought I, the same. Just, I was like, I'm going to have, I'm going to have spinach soup every day. But then that, even that, just tastes disgusting. Even when you can't taste. Yeah. So exactly. Higo, if I can call you Higo, because oh, this is Australia and we have to shorten everyone's name and put an O on the end of it. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> we had a, a conversation about you off air, uh, Ellie and I, and we both had a Missy Higgins story, and then we both couldn't decide which one of them made us look like a little bit more of a creep slash loser. Um, <laughs> And we were just wondering whether if we could share our stories quickly and perhaps there's no better judge 
of whose story of who's makes more of a seem... creep, basically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Missy. All right. Um, look, in my lifetime, I've only ever attempted to sing properly. Like, you know, you, when you sing in front of people and you're not very good, you, you, you do your, your funny, your fake voice. You probably wouldn't know because you've got a great voice. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I decided once that I was going to enter the music of Stedford at school when I was in year nine. And I got up and I sang the special two to the crowd. And my dad loved it so much that he cried. And then ever since, for the last the 20 odd years, he has been bringing up that story like, Ellie once sang the special too and it was so beautiful and now I can't hear that story without crying. And my friends always tease me about it and so much so that they'd hack my Facebook oh, and on. change my Facebook profile picture to pictures of you. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that embarrassing? Because your dad cried at your performance. Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's like, I, it was the one time I worked up the courage and I was so embarrassed by it and now he just keeps it's bringing got, it up like... Fundamentally, it's got nothing to do with Missy and more to do with your family yeah, dynamic. That's so, true, that's uh, true. <laughs> if, if we're <laughs> honest... That sounds so sweet. Yeah, oh, he, he's, oh, he's lovely. He's lovely. I don't, I don't want to have time or w- want to tell mine now. I mean, uh, we can just on. plug the Calandra Music Festival. <laughs> Great event it is. 30th of September to 2nd of October. You know what it is. It's Cracker. Missy's going to be there. Uh, Missy, when I was... Oh, jeez, I'm going to say... Maybe 16, 15, 16, bit of a rough patch as a teenager, couldn't sleep one night, ended up watching one of the um, commercial channels overnight and there was a a full-length documentary around you. And I got a little teary myself as a young man and then I thought I had a moment, just a moment, I don't want to freak you out, where I thought, jeez... We could be kindred spirits this oh year. <laughs> and it's so embarrassing to actually tell you that. What about it can... made you think we could be kindred spirits? Yeah, well, you just seem so genuine and pure and, you know, <laughs> I was just in an, I don't know, it was 25 and years ago or something. Is genuine and pure. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he does yes. have tickets on himself. That is you know what, but the reality <laughs> is that history will tell you otherwise. So, uh, <laughs> now, Missy, hey, um, you're coming to town for the Caloundra Music Festival. Have you spent much time on the sunny coast? Um, I mean, to be honest, only really for festivals and shows. So, I mean, I've played Caloundra Music Festival before and it was an amazing festival in such an incredible, beautiful location on a beautiful beach. But, yeah, not really. I mean, I would like to spend much more time up there, to be honest, because I feel like I'm in winter purgatory in Melbourne. Yeah, but, um, fair. Yeah, Mind you, place. the weather here today, Missy, I've got to say, is awful. It's like raining and cold. So we, we yeah. feel you, okay? Yeah. We're it's all right. It's all right. I'm not allowed. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. Missy Higgins performing at the Caloundra Music Festival 30th of September through to the 2nd of October. Thank you so much for joining us. Cool. No worries, guys. Thank you. And I hope you feel better, Beck. Oh, I love Aww. you. I mean, not in, a, not in the weird... Yes. Not my 17-year-old way. Exactly. She already oh, been there. Oh, God. God. I'm always getting in trouble. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Sorry if I sound a little nasally and out of sorts myself. Uh, my whole house has COVID. Uh, by whole house, I mean myself, my wife, and probably my little boy. He's going to get a test in a bit. But as you know, as you can probably understand, whether you have a kid or not, uh, five to six-month-old kids don't like things getting stuck in their nose, just yep. like anyone else. Fair. Because you can't explain to them what's going on, right? No. Uh, and for him... Um, Again, this isn't one of those... I never wanted to be one of those people who was like, you'll understand when you have kids. It's not what I'm trying to say. Um, But I also don't want to mansplain having a child to anyone. Uh, He's going through what they call a developmental leap, right? Which happens to all babies. And what it is, Chaney, because I know you asked me this off air, is babies' development through significant things. Like, let's take, for example, being able to sit up, right? Or being able to roll or whatever Mm -hmm. else. Those sorts of things happen in stages, uh, growth as well, all that sort of stuff. And as a result, if you can imagine, when you're learning these things for the first time, things get quite irritated. 
and babies can't communicate through other than sort of crapping themselves, screaming and, you know, that sort of stuff. That's how you communicate Um, things quite often. (laughs) Just throw it at the wall, mate. (laughs) Throw it at the wall, see what happens. And he's going through Leap 5, which is, by all reports, I think my um, wife's best mate described it as the one one that most parents think they just want to, you know, leave everything behind. Yeah, (laughs) they're regretty spaghetti. What do you learn in Leap 5? What skill do you pick up? (laughs) There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, It's being able to sit up. It's being able to turn things over. But it's also, there's a lot of growth and there's teething. Can you imagine for the first time in your life Mm. and you have no idea why this is happening? Yeah. Right? No one, even us saying it, no one, there's no sort of like, because he's got teething. So you've got teeth coming through your gums for the first time, Mm. right? Imagine the pain. And it's inexplicable. And you know how, like, I, I use this example with therapy, where it's like, it's, it's the good thing about therapy is that someone says to you, it's completely normal to feel messed up, right? Yep. So, but with little babies, they can't do anything. So you do whatever you can as a parent, whether it's dancing around like an idiot, trying different ways to put them to sleep or whatever else. And for the past four days, my house, as you can imagine, with um, everyone except for the dog has COVID. Mm. And old mate's teething has been ridiculous. There's been about four hours sleep had across the weekend. My poor wife looks like um, she's been in a POW camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not much better. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but one thing that has gotten us through, and this just seems to work with every baby, there's always a song or a dance that stops them crying. Mm. And for us, it's this one. Come on, let's go on a bear hunt. Alright, you're gonna have to stop it there. You're gonna have to stop it there. That's Bear Hunt by the the Wiggles, right? Great track, great band. But I gotta tell you, Chaney, I have heard it so many times over the past five days. It makes my head want to explode. Sounds like a bit of fun, though. We're going on a bear hunt. Well, there's so much to talk about with it. There's so much to unpack. The, sh- the song is about going on the bear hunt, and in the film clip, uh, clip it's these people with this like ten dollar stroller. First of all, you're in Australia. Unless you're, ho- uh, you're hunting koala bears, where are you going? Secondly, how irresponsible is it to be to look hunting for bears. a bear? Yeah. Also, when you're not, it's not as if they're Robert Irwin. Yeah. You know, this is just everyday. But these are musicians, and they're taking young children. <laughs> and in the thing, they go through grassy fields, which means snakes in yeah. Queensland. Okay. Mud. Which means, you know, dying from asphyxiation. And, and yeah, and then they walk into a dark cave <laughs> and confront a bear. Yeah, but Ridiculous. it's got a catchy riff, bro, okay? It's I know got I've gotten off riff. topic. I wanted to ask people out there, because in having this conversation with my sister-in-law last night, she said when they handed over their Wiggles albums, it was the greatest day of their life, mm-hmm. right? What is the one children's song that you can never hear again? Yeah, Because cool. you played it to death to get you through the trenches. Okay, let's go to Gabby in Sippy Downs. Hi, Gabs. Hey, how are you? Good, thanks. Welcome to the safe space. Yeah, I was worried that this might be a bit of a niche question and that maybe I was asking it because I was emotional after the weekend. But (laughs) it's good to hear that you've got a song that you can never listen to again too. Yes, um, Baby Shark. Uh, So if I were to do this right now. No, what? It's a disco version. It's a bit more fun. No? Bring it down. You don't, <laughs> this is the thing, Chaney. You don't get to choose what song pacifies your kid. Yeah. So. No, that's fair <laughs> enough. Well, I've actually, in, in trying to find Baby Shark, I found a bit of yeah. audio in our system of BT's kid having a sing-along. Is this kind of what your house sounds like, Gabby? Baby Shark, <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. Yeah? Okay. Well, we've terrorised Gabby so much, we might as well give her a double to R&B Friday. You can have one regardless. I'm okay oh, with it. thanks so much. You're you can have welcome. my tickets. Get away from this. You, Ellie's like, you're welcome. Costs. You didn't give them to her. You hey, played her. I'm on the a show, she bro. Hates. Uh, Josh, sorry, he's in Burpengary. Josh, what's the song that gets the chop for you? Oh, that song, I like to move it, move it. From Madagascar. <laughs> you Your kid's a bit of a fan of King Julius. <laughs> oh, mate, we've heard it many times around our house, I tell you. At least that's a half-decent song, you know? Like, I don't hate that song. Yeah, There's sort, a lot of remixes about. to it, too, actually. Some of them aren't too bad. <laughs> that's true. That's true. In my system, I've got the UK radio edit and the radio edit. I don't know if they're any different, but um, no, not try them. you don't want me to go into them both and, and test them out for you, Josh? If you've just joined us, this is DJ Real to Real chat hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, well, Josh, I hope you never have to hear it again. Thanks for your call. Let's move on now to Shano in Glenview. What's the song that I'm going to double down, Bex, and say grinds your gears? No, of course you are. Yeah, Danny <laughs> Wiggle song just from my... Um, Nerves. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, Shano. And the thing is, yeah. that, I don't know about you, this is why it makes it tough for me because the Wiggles are legends, right? In every sense of the word, they're uh, Australian icon, self made. We love them. But yeah. nothing hates them more, makes you hate them more than having to play it on repeat. Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> I know. I've met them plenty of times. But the reason why I hate any Wiggles song is I worked at White Waterworld for two years, and for two years I was stuck in Wiggles' world, watching the kids, listening to Wiggles' music every single day. Come that on. will Sing it with me, Shane. Toot, toot, chugga, chugga, big red car. Got it. No, no, no. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I That'll do him. Space. It's not. Oh, Shano, that is rough, you poor thing. That is lovely. Thank Uh, you for sharing. Could we make it easier on you by um, letting you attend R&B Friday with a plus one this Friday? That would give me a little bit of comfort, but still it wouldn't let me listen to another Wiggles song. What if we tell you that the playlist is entirely Wiggles songs? DJ Tim Talk is no Wiggles. There's no, you know, wake Uh, up, Jeff, it's time to party. Um, uh, All right, we will sort that out, big dog. And Bex. 91.9, look, I want to preface this by saying I'm going to make fun of something that's probably culturally significant to someone mm-hmm. over the other side of the world. And whilst I respect that, this is pretty darn funny. Um, I came across this one overnight. Uh, I'll read the headline. Mexican mayor marries alligator as part of ancient ritual. Um, okay. I'd like you to click on the, uh, the document and open it up. Okay. Now, I was taking this serious because this is a, a part of a ritual and I'll tell you about it in just a tick. But the lead photo on this story, have a look at it, Chaney. It's in your email. Mm-hmm. All right, let's give that a little click-see. Okay, it's just loading. Good old internet oh, in the Kentucky building. Mexican mayor, yep, marries. Oh, bless the alligator's cotton socks. There's an alligator in a full veil, <laughs> headrest, the whole nine yards. Got a nice little, I don't know, Carla Zampatti number. <laughs> <laughs> that is fancy. That, that is a beautiful it, veil. Have a look at it. It's on top of a wheelie bin. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) let's be honest. Okay, so the the real, the the cultural significance behind it, this is a a place in the deep south of Mexico, quite a rural place, quite um, isolated. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's a traditional way where whoever the leader of the town, they get, um, they ask for abundance of nature. Mm -hmm. So, it's like, oh, it's kind of like, you know, I'm marrying your crocodile, your alligator in this case, therefore... You look after us. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. I'm sure it works out fine. 
I mean, I hope so. You'd want to hope so. Exactly. If you're giving up your chance to marry an actual person over an alligator, then you'd want to hope it works out. You get an abundance of fruit. How do you go traditional and ask for the permission? (laughs) Excuse me. Schnish, not schnappy. Which one of you was Daisy's father? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so what I thought we'd do for this, okay, so normally you and I riff around with gags on this um, yeah. and it's a lot of fun, but uh, the audience, our audience, you wonderful, beautiful people have shown over time that you too have a wicked side. So if I said to you, a bloke has married an alligator and it's in a dress, the whole nine yards, etc. no mm. doubt they're going to consummate their little alligator man marriage. <laughs> Are they? What jokes are you thinking? What comes to mind? Five four five double one nine one nine. The best one will win a double to R and B Friday, where there's going to be a year's supply of Moffat Beach beer given away. Yeah. So think gator puns. Think marriage puns. Oh, that is good. Actually, that's a good point, Cheney. Yes. It? You know, on the wedding night, of course, which can be physically strenuous. So I've heard. Mm. On ours, we just went to bed. Um, but uh, do they reach for the Gatorade? Is that what happens? Oh, see, good start. I like yeah. it. All right, snap to it, everybody. Eh? Five four five double one nine one nine. While while I'm still here, yeah. um, you'll see in the photo. There's no mother of the bride. The mm. old bag couldn't make it. Um, <laughs> Because it's a bag now. Yeah, um, we get it. We get yeah, it. Okay, good. Let's go to Marissa in Noosa. What are your thoughts on this marriage, Marissa? Oh, I'm just like really happy for the, the happy couple. I, I heard they were absolutely swamped by gifts. So. Hey. She's on. Yeah, he was, he was a very lucky man to snap that one up. Oh, double <laughs> Just want to check, were they, were, they, were they swamped with gifts or were they given a swamp as a gift? If you're an alligator. You, that's, <laughs> Both, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was in the dowry. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Love your work. Marissa. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Let's go now to Chris from Maloolaba. Hey, Chris. Hey, good afternoon. How you going? We're well, thank you. Um, what good, are your mate. thoughts on this alligator mare marriage? Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I just come back from that. It was a good uh, good wedding, but mm-hmm. uh, just fine. I went up to the bar and asked for a, a JD and Coke, and the barman said, "Sorry, mate, we're all out. All we got left is Gatorade." Hey! Hey! <laughs> Chris for the win. <laughs> I tell you, Chris, what are you doing Friday night? Do you want to come to a party? Yeah, why not? Yeah, good on you. I I can guarantee instead of serving Gatorade, we will be serving Moffat Beach Brewing Co. delicious beer. Would that tempt you more? Oh, yes, I think so. Fantastic. Thank you. Over five grand in cash and prizes at that party. You, my friend, have just become very popular at your house because you're going to tell your significant other that you're going to R&B Friday on Friday night. Thank you very much. Thank you, CFM. Oh, you're welcome, Chris. Well trained, Chris. Yeah, exactly. You've done well. Ellie and Beck. 91.9 CFM. I have uh, obviously in ISO with COVID uh, been able to watch a little bit more telly than usual. I'm going to tell you, not really a tennis fan Mm -hmm. and kind of a little bit over the whole Curios Circus. That's a separate point. (laughs) Um, One thing that is exciting uh, is I like looking at other people, like the demon. Uh, for example, like Ayla Tomjanovic. Mm. And I'm sorry, I, I know I've absolutely stuffed her name, but she's a fantastic player. She's um, uh, the number one Australian player. And uh, I thought this was pretty funny because she plays tonight against Elise Cornet. And now Cornet is a French legend, been around forever and a day. Yeah, she's good, she's isn't be, she? 
Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good game, actually. Um, and these wonderful ladies are actually in the round of 16, which is when it starts to get serious, you know, yeah. Nexus quarters, that sort of stuff. You make so much money if you make it to that point. Oh, yeah, and that'd have to, you know, they all pretend like, oh, we're just here to compete. But yeah. Have to. I mean, if someone said to me, if someone said to me, you go home today, it's six grand, you go home next week, it's 90. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know about you. I am working. I am hitting uh, those balls hard. Something about Isla is um, I noticed a, an article about her old man. He's in a spot of bother. And I hope he's found somewhere in the last 24 hours because 24 hours ago he had nowhere to stay for the second week in Wimbledon because he'd only booked a week's accommodation. What does that say about how confident you are in your little girl? Thanks, Dad. You didn't think I'd make it. What if she makes it to the final and he is out sleeping well, under the well, Thames? Yeah, yeah. What would he, what would he say? Well, you know, they said it was non-refundable, and uh, yes. you know, you're only number sixty in the world, or whatever <gasps> she is. You know, like wow, Zah. That is rough, bro. That is rough. All right, let, let's put bets on now. Do we think she makes it? Oh, this is a tough one. Mm. Actually, you know what? Probably her old man's probably hoping she loses. Yeah, I know. He's so true. Sorry, so I didn't give over my credit. He's just handing over a fake credit card as we speak. Ellie and Bex. 91.9, the FM.